my name's Tam Ryan. Hello, I'm Marvin Dickinson. And welcome to the latest edition of Dystopian Hot Dog here live from Marvin's front room. Yeah, we've got we've got pies, we've got we've got brioche. Yeah. Brioche is a thing that I probably wouldn't have had as a kid. No, definitely not. My dad took a strong stance against hummus <laughs> recently. So and that was in 2018. <laughs> So I can't see Brioche featuring in 81. No, no, no. It was back in the day. We've already done it, haven't we? The Angel Delight stuff. Let's not regurgitate. But Who's got... is that Brioche? Cause... Well, I got it for myself with the coffee, but then you brought out these little rascals yeah. here. Well, I brought a little party snack with us yeah. because there's a really good pork shop. Well, it's called the Pork Shop. Is it, is it very, very streamlined on what they do? <laughs> well, they do other meats as well. All oh, right. And they do a quiche and there's no meat. Into the well, occasionally they put bacon in the quiche. Let's not get bogged down on the ingredients of quiche, but the point being that pork pie there, they're called dinky pies. Yeah, and you have to go in, and I always feel a bit silly when I say, Can I have two dinkies, please? Two dinkies, but but I bet it makes a nice moment between you and the lady, doesn't it? Yeah, easier to have that though, in your character and mine. To have that moment with a lady, two grown men yeah, say to each heavily tattooed, <laughs> bruising man. Yeah, the owner of the pork shop, yeah. Darren Pork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. easier with a lady, isn't it? Yeah, uh, dinky comment. Yeah. But they are a, an exceptional pork pie. Now the trick is to get there about ten o'clock. Probably not the ideal hour to, hour to, to no. eat a pork pie but no. that's when they're fresh out of the oven so the pork inside and the gelatin yeah. has just got a sense of warmth to it yeah the real crust on the outside because the problem is now you put that in the microwave to achieve that level of warmth you're hammering the pastry there but you say 10 o'clock is not the time to eat a pie mm. and it isn't no but you could do it you could, you could easily well, people do, that, do Marvin yeah I've seen because they're that good people throw the rule book out of the window yeah and I, there's, there's often on a nice day <clears throat> people outside the pork shop on a friendly bench, consuming these dinky pies. A friendly and, bench. And they're enjoying it. They, yeah. they are. They they're are. enjoying it, yeah. Have you ever been in a Greg's early morning? I sometimes nip into Greg's before an early train near the train station in Preston there. Yeah. They've got pasties and pizzas hot, ready to go at 7.30 in the morning. Crazy, isn't it? And, and I raised it with uh, one of the people in there. A worker, not just one of the people in there. <laughs> I said to her, she was a woman, I said, do people actually invest and, and take these on? And she says, oh, yeah, they're very popular. Who are these people? Yeah, Before no. going to work thinking, I can't wait to smash a slice of pepperoni from Greg's. <laughs> yeah. Who are they? Yeah, you go to bed at quarter 11 on the tantalising reality that yeah. the morning will bring pizza. Well, pizza or pasta, I don't know what's worse. No. But these people... They fucking why I wasn't wound up before. We were talking about brioche and the nice pies you bought. I'm now thinking of we're furious. This fucking bastard turning up into the office with pizza early doors. Yeah. Imagine you've in, you're Who in do that you, work. Who do you think you are? Who pizza do you boy? think you are? Because I've got into work early this morning. I've had my muesli. I even went swimming earlier today. I feel great. You're coming in here mm. with your cholesterol-based mm. vibe. Fuck off. <laughs> There must be one of you out there that listens to the podcast. Mm. Explain yourself. There you go. There's a, there's a, there's a strange opening. Not yeah. unusual for us. No. But, but I, I hinted at getting the sack there for having a go at someone eating a pizza in the workplace. Yeah. There's other ways to go, isn't there, in terms of getting sacked well, or losing a job or resigning? Very true. And actually, recently, I, I saw something on... Uh, that was shared on, on a platform of social media, which was a flight attendant who was fed up of his job. 
Right. We all get to that stage, don't we? He's done 20 years service of being a flight attendant. I think what has something pushed him over the edge? Is it people getting on the plane with pizza at 7 well, o'clock in the morning? I don't think there was a pizza-based reason. Right, okay. I mean, I'm not saying there hasn't been within his 20 years. It might have been. He might have been. Because it, it, you know, it's a very prevalent thing to get pissed off about, Marv. It's not just you. No, no. There's other people out there that are furious at morning pizza eaters. Livid. This guy... You know, there's always some prick who stands up when the when the airplane is taxiing, because oh. you're not going to get off any sooner. No, right? Obey the rules. You can hear them as soon as the the tires hit the deck. Mm. They're unclipping, aren't they're they? They're up. You can hear the unclipping. So that, the sign he's not saying unclip. That they're unclipping. Right. That's right. The, the guy got up and he was fiddling about the passenger. This is with the overhead locker. And after repeated requests by said pissed off flight attendant for him to return to his seat, he ignored them. And consequently, a bag fell out, which you're warned about when you're you are. in the early stages of a flight. Very much so. Uh, and, it, and it hit the flight attendant on the head. This was enough to push him over the edge. Oh, Jesus. So what he did, he lost his shit. He said, do you know what? I have fucking had it with this game. Yeah. Walked up to the other end of the plane, which was still taxiing, and uh, got on the intercom and and just laid into the whole plane. Got on the mic and he said, 20 years, man and boy. I have been a flight attendant with pricks like you not obeying the, the rules, getting up when it's not safe to get up. He snapped. Do you know what? I've had it with you. Fuck you and fuck all of you. What's he going to do? He's going to have to sit back down yeah. and, and there's nowhere for his fury to reside then, no, is no, there? No. Well, so, he falls deep at this stage, yeah. isn't he? So He's you, committed. You need a finish. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. found it. Good. Arrived at its um, at its port. It's not a port, is it? No, no, but I'm happy to let you go. You're flowing. You're flowing <laughs> in the port. Keep going. Put his hand up and released the emergency chute. Brilliant. Isn't that good? And as if, as if you know, the plane had crash landed. It hadn't. It yeah. was in its port. Yeah. And he then slid down it, Brilliant. showing the V's behind yeah. his behind his back. Yeah. Well, it's just a guy who's had enough. Yeah. And he says his piece. Yeah. And he ends up on national news. Yeah. Let's have a look what NBC made of this. who went ballistic as a free man tonight after posting bail. Stephen Slater's mom called it a very small meltdown, but it sure has sparked a big response. And believe it or not, Slater still has his job tonight, at least for now. Here's Andrea Canning. Oh, He's the man everyone so seems to be rooting for. There's some really great people out there, and I'm getting a glimpse of that. It's a surprise because obviously I've been away for a little while. Stephen Slater headed here to this Manhattan apartment building directly from jail where he had spent the past couple of days. He's gone to jail. Finally let out. Yeah. There's a whole new life for the flight attendant. He's running off in his shorts. Everyone wanted a piece of it. You know, this isn't actually, I've got the wrong YouTube clip, which has been really <laughs> helpful, because the other one was much more amusing. The anchor from the from NBC then went on and said, they, they sent everyone round to his fucking house to sort him out, including a helicopter and a SWAT team. So he's been given the old Jay Simpson treatment? Yeah. For just losing it, the guy with the overhead luggage. Yes, mate. He's been given the full fucking treatment. Yeah, fucking send. You don't need to send a helicopter, do you? No. Don't no, do that. No, but also, that is one game, though, isn't it, where they're taught to smile through everything. Yeah. Smile. Yeah. Grit your Customer's teeth. Customer's always right. Customer's always right. And he's done it. He's had enough. He's had enough. He's had I, his melt. I noticed he was camp. 
Yeah, yeah. He, uh, well, he'd come across as quite camp, didn't he? Because the search is on, as far as I'm concerned, for the straight guy who does cabin crew. Darren Port. You'd be unlikely to find him as a flight attendant. No, he's doing pork in Poulton. Yeah, he's got scars on his face. Yeah. The lovely camp guy snapped after 20 years. Mm. Darren Pork, he'd see it on the first flight, mm. the first knobhead that gets up. Oh. It'd just annihilate him. Well, I think he'd be throwing food at passengers, Porky, wouldn't he? He's got he's got pork everywhere, yeah. ready to hardened pork, like yeah. a pork like slices of that have been t- almost like ninja stars yeah. that he can just whistle away, <laughs> and and he'll pork the fuck out of you. Yeah, he'll he'll go biblical with the pork. Yeah, but maybe he is the ideal security man for the modern day uh, aircraft. <laughs> Because he can serve up lovely scram, but also if you go too far, he can bring up the weaponry scram. Because <laughs> these dinkies as well would make a handy kind of missile, wouldn't they? Because, I mean, you're looking at the formation yeah. of that pastry, feel it. I mean, it's quite... I'm tapping the, the, the You can pastry. hear it there. You can hear that. Yeah. It's so, a solid pastry. It That's almost gonna hurt. looks like it's been varnished. Well, glazed, I think, is the cold Is that what it is? That yeah. It's not Ron Seal, is no, it? No, I don't think... <laughs> I don't think they apply the creosote <laughs> to the pork pie. What's, Darren, what's your secret ingredient? Uh, Cuprinol. <laughs> Sending the health inspectors. There's people on the friendly bench going, fucking hell, this is shinier than my fence. <laughs> but but the bench is jealous of the pies. Because <laughs> the, the pies have a better... The bench is looking up longingly yeah, at yeah. the varnished pie. Because you said the bench earlier on was a friendly bench. Yeah. But not when the pies are around, because that really gets the benches back <laughs> The bench up. is fucking angry. <laughs> angry bench. You can get angry benches. Can you? Yeah, right. You know Layton in Blackpool? Yeah, L-A-Y-T-O-N, yeah. I've decided to spell it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So the council, in their wisdom, right, there's there's a, a sort of dual carriageway system. No, it's a single carriageway system, but there's a big gap in the, in between carriageways. And they've decided, it's quite a busy uh, suburb because it's a through route into Blackpool. So the council have decided this, in the middle of these two roads, is where the people of Leighton would like to sit. Right. So they've put four benches, kind of acute angles, in the middle of a very busy road, effectively a central reservation. So it's like, if, if you want to relax, mm. come here, because mm. you can get your exhaust fumes yep. right, 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 yep. immediately to the lung. Yep. You're and almost also, on the, you're almost chomping on the exhaust pipe, aren't absolutely. you? Absolutely. And also Leighton, fairly depressed area. Yeah. So you, there's no Range Rovers in Leighton. Not right? probably already high levels of lung disease in the area. Absolutely. You're adding to that problem. And maybe this is what the, the maybe this is a, a form of birth control. It's a grand plan, isn't it? Yeah, because there's lots of C-Reg Mark III escorts knocking about in Leighton. Yeah. There's a lot of carbon monoxide. That's one of the reasons not to move to Leighton. No, even if you can spell it, yeah. don't go there. <laughs> can you do carbon monoxide? Because you've done Leighton very efficiently. Uh, C-A-R-B-O-N-M-O-N-O-X-I-D-E. Yeah, well like, done. So if you, if, you want, if you want gases or small towns near Blackpool spelling... <laughs> Then come to me, but don't. I don't want to smell the gas. I'll smell the gas, but I won't smell the gas. That's my sort of mantra for life. (laughs) Spell, don't smell. (laughs) There you go. Anyway, angry benches in Leighton. Yeah, yeah. Um, No one sits on them. It's always sad when you see a bench dedicated to someone who's died. A little bit sad. Yeah. But also, I think it's a pretty shallow tribute as well, in many ways. All right. Because is it? You know, when people say that hackneyed 
Well, Jean's left the earth now. This is what she would have wanted. What a fuck a fucking bench. A bench. A bench is what Jean wanted. Yeah, for any stranger to put their arse on. Graffitied up. Uh, ring Sharon for expert <laughs> blowjob. Yeah. I don't think they go expert, do they? I mean, it no, no, no. would be an impressive marketing, maybe, yeah, yeah. for graffiti out there. I don't... Expert blowjob. And then you see Je- Je- poor Jean. And underneath that, Sharon, you know, has advertised her services yeah. as an expert blowjob queen of late. So it turns out that's not what Jean wanted. I don't think that's she what Jean wanted. She doesn't want wanted. strangers' bottoms on the bench and mm. she doesn't want to see it as like an advertising space for Sharon's even though it's expert blowjobs mm. and, and when Sharon's advertising that she might not be advertising it for blokes she might be seeing herself as a consultancy oral sex yeah. um, service to yeah. women yeah, to show absolutely. them yeah. to, she, to pass on her she expertise she could be very professional or maybe Jean herself that died mm. was also oh the blowjob queen she was blowjob queen Maybe she was her instructor. And and that bench was where Jean used to do the blowjobs. So actually, it's exactly what Jean would have wanted. God bless her. So so I've just had um just had a medical inspection. <laughs> An inspection. I don't know if it's a medical inspection a medical inspection, medical but inspection. someone's just been round to our house from Vitality, a nurse. And um Did um, you order her? I, I ordered around, yeah. And her name was Jean. What's but, it? Yeah, a very different type of Jean, though, although she did have a nurse outfit on. I thought oh. I could go either way, this. Oh. I'd been watching Carry On this morning. I thought, oh, hello. Did she bring her own bench? She didn't bring her own bench, but she did bring some weighing scales. Okay. I mean, cholesterol is well below the worrying uh, point. Right. I don't think they call it the worrying point. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like... Um, what would the worrying point be? Shit game show. Shit game show where you, your kids are on the verge of being abducted yeah. by Paul Sinner. No, my cholesterol's great. And, um, Good. And so me, what's it measured in cholesterol? What's this here? Um, macro... Are they molly... M-M-O-L per litre. Macro molly... I don't know what the Macro molly? Macro molly. <laughs> Little not, molly. I think I've backed her at the 420 at Kempton. <laughs> we need to talk about betting later on. And my blood pressure's absolutely bang on. But it makes up for the shit lungs, mate. Good for you, mate. It makes up for the shit lungs. And this week, the hay fever's been taking the piss, mm. really. Yeah, because we're in the midst of a heat wave. Yeah, and, um, and and the hay fever's really come on strong this week. Because I've got, I've got asthma from... Allergy-induced asthma from hay fever and dust... And do you know what it, what it is in dust? Have I spoken about this before on the pod? No. But it's not dust per se. It's the dust mites. Yeah. But it's not dust mites. It's the feces. Oh, so the dust the, the dust mites are shitting <laughs> and that's what's causing your... What causes the problem is the shit from a dust mite. So we can put man on the fucking moon. Some of us, namely me, weak ginger man, cannot compete with the feces of, of, a, of, a, of a mite. Which I'd imagine is going to be microscopic. It's small. It's small. It's smaller. There's not many things smaller than dust, surely. No, and Nicola loves putting the heating on. And one of the things that really kicks up the poo of a dust mite is a bit of heat around the house. So as a northern man, you know you don't want the heating on anyway for the bills. It's not just the bills that I pay with. It's my lungs. I'm literally paying for it with my lungs, with my life. My life expectancy. All because Nicola's a bit cold. So anyway, not bitter about that. No, I I remember you posted something, I think, on social media saying that you'd now got to the stage where you're secretly turning off the heating. Yeah, brilliant. So it's a a real covert operation. And it's lovely. And Nicola will turn around and say, is the heating gone off again? 
And I'm like... Well, did you own up at that point? No, mate. I just say nothing. And nothing because I think the kids haven't turned it off. Right. The, the guy who services the boiler comes around regularly uh-huh. to service it. It doesn't come around for any other ulterior motives. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, does he? How, uh, hang on. How regularly does he come around? Well, he says he needs to do fortnightly checks when I'm not here. <laughs> There's absolutely <laughs> nothing suspicious about There's that. There's nothing to read into it no. whatsoever. Well, did she always wear that negligee? Or? Well, that, well, yeah, yeah. Every other Friday. Oh, God. And I've been out this morning to take the car for a service. Yeah. I don't think there's anything there's, to worry there's, about. There's nothing to read into It's just habitual. But here's some notes. So I got, got diagnosed with these yeah. uh, asthma conditions. And I, I, I really like showing Nicola this one. Um, it says on these notes, ask someone else to vacuum while you stay out the room. <laughs> what a fucking, what a ticket that is, isn't it? <laughs> is this called Passport to the 70s? Yeah. Yeah. And then it says, remain out of the room for about two hours to allow the dust to settle. Now, when they say allowing the dust to settle, (laughs) is that the dust to settle? Metaphorically. Because Nicola's lost her shit. Because I'm saying, will you do that? I'm just going to go into another room while you turn it, while we we have 1973 in here. But the other one, because I've got um, pollen as well. What else can Mm. I do to in my low allergen garden? This is a little sentence here. Let an allergy-free member of the family do the mowing. Oh, Brit, so you've got <coughs> her on mowing grass yeah. and hoovering. And, and I'm not just saying that she should do it. I've got it here. It's written down in a scientific yeah. um, pamphlet. There is, and and you've, <coughs> you've high, you've, I can hear you. You're already yeah. now. It's almost as if your lungs are reacting to this information. Just talking about it is setting me off. Yeah. Let an allergy. It's like let them as well. Let yeah. them do it because yeah. they want to help. Go on. They want to help. That's great. And um, the only other thing I'll say, I really enjoyed reading this. The kids don't enjoy this so much. Remove all soft toys from beds. Put them in a bag in the freezer for a minimum of six hours every one to two weeks to kill house dust mites. Jesus. So I have to gather up all my children's soft toys once a fortnight. I'm fucking freezing. And launch them into the chest freezer. <laughs> it's like Toy Story 3 has gone fucking different level. <laughs> But also, if has Harvey or Darcy got any animals from the film Ice Age? Because that would be a lovely Mario. It would be, wouldn't it? I haven't, mm. but maybe that's what we need to introduce up there. Yeah. Because they will be able to keep up the spirits of the other animals. Because Harvey's got tigers, lions, and, and they're used to Serengeti. I only put them in the bag in the garage. I, I transport them out of my arms, so I let the neighbours see that I'm literally putting... Teddy bears in in the freezer just to let them think this guy is a fucking killer, <laughs> and I smile at them as I'm doing it, as I'm putting Care Bears into the freezer, <laughs> naked. <laughs> I just give them a little wink because I'm semi erect, and I'm just dropping them in the freezer. Wow, that's great, isn't it? Yeah. The hey, last thing I'm going to say about my lungs because when I first, I've, I've got something called COPD, it's an old man's disease. I've got it very mild. And um, when I first went to the clinic, I, I, I got this pamphlet here called Sex and Breathlessness from the British Lung Foundation. Oh, I think I've Bless seen them. the film. And, and, and the British Lung Foundation, their emblem is a red balloon, which immediately made me think of Stephen King, it. Yeah. So that's quite haunting to start with. They've gone for, the, So the British Lung Foundation is a spon- essentially sponsored by Stephen King. Mm. Inside this pamphlet are some suggestions to help with sex and breathlessness. And here's a little thing that, you know, other people have foreplay that might involve, you know, you know, cunnilingus, fellatio, dildos. Yeah, um, uh, the auto blow. Vibrators, the auto blow, which we obviously mentioned. Mm. Just a couple of things here to think about. Point six in these hints. 
Taking one or two puffs of your prescribed bronchodilator inhaler before starting sexual activity may relieve shortness of breath or wheezing. So just as you're getting down to it, you're really you're just working the nipple. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, love. Hang on I, a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be to get me proper ready for this. I just need to get my uh, steroid-based bronchodilator inhaler on the go. That is turning me on. That is that would that sends Nicola over the edge. <laughs> yes, yeah, proper again. over the edge. Say it again. And also, point three, you might want to cough up phlegm before sex. <laughs> Because nothing, nothing can put a down on sex more than just <laughs> bringing up from the depths of your disease-ridden lungs. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that noise is very similar to me at the vinegar strokes. <laughs> so at that point, she doesn't know whether you're going to produce or spit phlegm on her back. Yeah, no, no idea whatsoever. She's got no idea what's coming. Well, <laughs> it's going to be thick, whatever it is. <laughs> I'm mucusing. The fun you could have with that. Yeah, well, it I, could turn it into a quiz game or a could, game it, show. It could. It could. Spunk, let's play Spunk or Phlegm. Yes. What <laughs> fluid is Marvin producing? And, but you're not allowed to look. Yeah, because, and also I could have some condiments <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> and sauces with me. <laughs> Harvey's got a science kit. I'll knock up anything with that. Point seven. If you use oxygen at home... Using it before and after or during sexual activity will help stop you getting too short a breath. It, it may be useful to ask for a nasal cannula for this rather than using a mask. <laughs> because during sex, yeah. with the oxygen mask on, it's not good for kissing. It doesn't help with kissing. And it's a terrifying image. It's a terrifying image. You sound like Vader. Oh my goodness. So I, so, I, so your neighbour, having seen you freeze the teddy bears, yeah. has got slightly curious as to your odd nature and nuances. So my neighbour's up to the surveillance and thought, wonder what he's getting up to at night time. He's got a view in to yeah. your bedroom window. He's now seen you put on an oxygen mask. He's seen me play um, s- s- Spunk or Phlegm and, and chucking like guacamole on Nicola's back. He's seen all this happening. Oh my goodness. He's straight onto the feds. What I love though, and amongst all this like sex and breathlessness information, is that point four uh-huh. is just a tip, really. It's Go nothing on. to do with the condition. It says avoid sex after a heavy meal or alcohol. So in amongst all that stuff about mm. uh, phlegm, inhalers and masks mm. during sex, mm. they've just chucked in a bit of a hint for life. Yeah, it's just a general point. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wish I wish point 12 had been something like, uh, make sure you get, get your ISA sorted. Yeah. Or, or, or get your pension. <laughs> You've just really gone off. <laughs> Is there anything about soft lighting? <laughs> there should be, shouldn't there? Light a candle. Yeah. Maybe oh, write a nice poem. Oh, there's an advert here for lava lamps. You know, talking earlier about ways to walk out of a job with the airline flight attendant. Yeah. It made me thinking when I, I was I was doing, I was quite raw and quite green to the world of entertainment. And I'd landed in this summer season in a place called Chapel St. Leonard's, which is in Lincolnshire. Oh, that's, that's Brexity there, isn't it's it? It's very Brexity. It's, sat, yeah. it's down the road from Skegg. Yeah, average age 81 there, isn't it? Very much so, mate. Very much so. A lot of East Midlanders use it as a... As a holiday destination. Is that where they get away? And I've um, I've done a single gig there and then I've gone quite well. So they phoned me back and said, do you want to do the summer season? And I've chipped up and the bloke, right, who's in charge, I've taken an 
instant dislike to. Oh, what is it? Uh, he was a prick. He was right, a con- yeah, that'll usually he, do he, it, won't it? He was... Um, he's not Darren Pork, is he? No, he's no Darren Pork. I'm, I'm not saying I've got a problem with authority, but I have got a problem with how it's administered. And this guy, clearly in charge, and loved the fact he was in charge, and this was his baby. It was called the Club Tropicana. Still going, I think. The, the, the bloke isn't who I'm talking about. Who I won't name, because there's no need to name. He's, you know, passed on now. Good. <laughs> But me and him didn't see eye to eye. And was he short? He was short. He had. He was a drummer. He was short and he was in charge of booking the entertainment and putting the shows together. So admittedly, he was a lot of pressure on him to get it right because it was a 2,000-seater. It was very well attended. And I was compare cabaret artist, fairly low-level light entertainment. I, at the time, I wanted to get him more into comedy, so I was trying stuff out. I was using it as a platform. And at the time, he said, you know, that I thought that's why I had the booking, because he liked the cut of my jib when I did the single gig there. But we also had very scripted routines. So he said, you know, don't fuck about with these. Yeah. He's a short little drummer, isn't he? Short little drummer bastard. I'm already getting the energy of him. Yeah. And he shouted at the dancers. He shouted at the artists. Uh. And that was his sort of sense of motivation. I thought, I ain't going to work for me. So I've gone on and I've done... I thought I'd gone really well. So I come off stage and I'd done some five minutes of freewheeling comedy. Got the audience on side and he fucking hated it. And he ripped. he just ripped into me. And he got that close to me and he was pointing right at my pupil. But I took it that night. Thought if it, next time he invades my space, I'm going to do something. So the next couple of days have passed and we haven't spoken much and he's come up again. And then he's got right close to me. And as soon as he came in, you be him, right? Come in close to me and point at my pupil. Right, hang on, hang on. Say something nasty. You fucking average Yorkshire prick. Ah! You went chimp, didn't you? Yeah, well, in my head, it was the sound of a hawk. But it probably came out a bit more chimp. Nothing was spoken, and I kept eyeballing him. I could sense in him that he hadn't finished his rant. So he came in again. Come in again. Don't you... (laughs) Don't... (laughs) Stop! (laughs) You You will never... You'll never work! (laughs) You get the idea. How long did that go on? Ages until he just walked out and slammed the door. He called me into his office the next day. Upstairs. How did he call you? <laughs> <laughs> so I got, no, I got I got a message via someone else. It's called John. John wants to see in his office. So I went I went up and I wanted to get out of this fucking contract by now. Yeah. I didn't speak any words to him. Not one word. Said, Tam, I don't know what happened last night, but I cannot tolerate this behaviour at Club Tropicana. This is disrespectful at a, a disproportionate level. And if it happens again, you will be out. I'll have your agent on the phone. Contract finished here, there and everywhere. Ah! wasn't expecting you to go with it again I went again mate I went again and uh, yeah that was the end of that but yeah so what I'm saying have you employed this tactic since 
I, I have. I have. <laughs> oh my god! I have, but not at such a visceral level because. Yeah. But I now employ the tactic for any space invaders out there. And there's a couple of people I've encountered through my life who get too close when they're talking to me. So now I'll give them a mini version of that. If someone's in what I consider to be your personal zone, then I will give them the hawk monkey. And not explain it. And that's the key. Never explain the hawk monkey. Just deliver it. Yeah. Because it's a primal part of you, isn't it? Yeah. And primal parts of any man can't be explained. But 100% success rate. Not even the Invincibles, not even in the Arsenal season, did they, they went, they'd had a few draws. They weren't beaten, but they had a few draws. Yeah. Their win ratio would have only been about early 70%. The Hawk Monkey to the Space Invader will win every single time. Yeah. So the cricket's been on. Yeah, it's still on England. And yeah, England are fucking it up, oh, aren't we? Mate? We've gone old school. We've been number one for three or four years. Mm. <clears throat> we've gone backwards, but I've got nothing really to say about it apart from. But I really enjoy one of the New Zealand players' names. I know exactly who that is. Go on then. Well, it's Colin de Grandhomme. It's it's Colin de Grandhomme. It because it's... Colin <laughs> of Big Man. Yeah, well, I'd even read it in my own Lancastrian French way of just calling the big man. Calling the big man. Yeah. Call oh, that, calling the big man. Calling yeah. the grand homme. I wasn't doing a, I wasn't doing a West Indian accent with it. Call- <laughs> I, I don't know why I was, but I think it's because uh, I was... No, I don't know why I'm doing it. But but, but you're using the <clears throat> as a the. Yeah, and because obviously all names have certain origins, don't they? Like Smith, you could have been a... A black. It's usually based around profession yeah, or son is. of, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we'll talk about my name in a minute. But Colin the Grandom, if you're called Colin the Big Man, that's that's good, isn't it, really? It's brilliant, but it puts a lot of pressure on the size of your penis, doesn't it? It absolutely does. It absolutely does. But I want, I want to see him go on tour once he finishes cricket playing days with someone else who had a great name who's already retired, Frank LaBeouf. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you get Frank the Beef together and calling the big man oh there's wow. fucking no end to the marketing that could go towards putting them guys further up the rich list imagine they've got to open a steak restaurant they've got to do something haven't they yeah they've got to because the size of that t-bone you imagine yeah, yeah. who's cooked it Le Berth and grandon <laughs> yeah i'm glad imagine the money they make around father's day stuff like oh, that all that shit yeah you're right it's and, a brilliant um, name it just made me think because obviously we've done sports teams in the past but in terms of individual players' names, I think Frank LaBeouf and Colin de Grandhomme are two of the greatest names ever. Did think about Sebastian Schweinsteiger. It's a good name. Because you know what Schweinsteiger is in German? I don't. Pig farmer. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, yeah. Sebastian the pig farmer? Yeah. It sounds like an old sort of uh, Dickensian tale. But yeah, it? but also Sebastian in this country is uh, Sebastian. Yes, uh, yes, Sebastian. Sebastian likes rugger with toes. But it's bar. like you can only say his name in posh accent the first bit mm. and proper northern the second bit so hey Sebastian pig farmer <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely he was the illegitimate son of an untimely affair wasn't he yeah absolutely and I just thought ah oh, fuck it let's just go best sportsman's names there was some random ones in there but the best one of the lot go on. Rusty Cunts fuck off Rusty Cunts Rusty Cunts baseball player and baseball coach let's get him up here Rusty cunts, where is he? Oh, well, that's Rusty Spotted Cat. I'm not, not sure what that is. 
That would be. A... He was a basketball player. <laughs> yeah, there he is, Rusty Cunts. Wowzer! What a brilliant name. Real name Russell Cunts, which is probably worse <laughs> in a way. But he was a top, smiling. top player, though. Top player played in the World Series in 84. Went on to be a really good coach as well. Who did he play for? He played for the Chicago White Sox, the Minnesota Twins. Minnesota Twins. Minnesota Pig Farmer, Darren Pork. <laughs> Detroit Tigers. And he coached all those fuckers as well there. Yeah. So, oh, he's had a big career, hasn't he? I mean, God bless him. Hang on. The resulting image of these three baseball players, the resulting image seemed to display the phrase... Kona, Cole gets cunts on the back of the... That's shit, that bit. But but Chris Getz is a good name. Because get, get is an, an unused You'll term. Get. You. Is, is, a, it, is it a northeastern sort of... No, I heard get a lot when I was a kid. So get is, a, is just a form of git, isn't it? It's a northern take on git. Yeah, I think so. You get. You little get. I always think of Vic and Bob thinking gets. Is get on that Castleford commentator as well from the rugby? Oh, maybe it is. No. Maybe it is Castleford. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. We haven't played that on the podcast. No, we yet. must have done. We haven't. We talked about it because it's the greatest piece of sports commentary well, ever. Let's go into it now, then. Uh, you bottleless get. You bottleless get. <laughs> Campbell. Campbell. And he called it, and the, yeah, the referee was called Campbell. And, well, listen, I don't need to talk about it. No. Have you got it up? I've got it up. Just here. have a listen. Possibly, I think undeniably, the greatest piece of sports commentary Right, ever. okay, from the start. In the final order of the game, Andy A. Oh, what about that? Send him off! Send the to get off! Get him off the field! That was diabolical! Get him off the field! That's just typical of what he is! Get him walking! They don't like it! <laughs> I like it. should walk that was absolute diabolical he's going to be yellow card I can't speak you bottleless get Campbell you dickhead you bottleless get you dickhead you dickhead you dickhead I can't speak you bottleless get Campbell you dickhead you bottleless get <laughs> and it oh. goes on. Oh, it it makes me laugh every single time. Every single time, because oh. you don't have enough commentators doing no, that. No, Martin Tyler on Sky needs to yeah. have a word with that yeah. fella. Start losing it a bit. Yeah. Get, where's your passion gone? Yeah, they need to bring in more of that. So. Oh. Oh. Dickhead! If you want to go and track that down, that's if you basically just put in. I just put in. Rugby league commentator, and it came up because well, no other rugby league commentator matters, does no, he? That's no, the that's the best. He's the pinnacle. He is the pinnacle. Yeah. He was the club commentator. Absolutely, as you might have guessed. Yeah, and but, I, can't, I can't believe that fifty-seven people have disliked that video well, on YouTube. Yeah. Who are these people? Well, I'll tell you, who they are Sebastian, yeah. Toby. Yeah, but yeah, come on, don't dislike that. That is absolute commentator's gold. Fucking hell, that's funny. That, my favourite piece of it, I think, was when. He pronounced Campbell's name as Campbell. Yeah. Campbell. Yeah. They don't like it. <laughs> He's a fucking legend. Oh. Absolute legend. God bless you, mate. Whoever you are. Is he dead as well? Who? Rugby league guy. I don't know. What's his name? I don't know his name. We no, should we don't even know we don't even know his name. We don't know his name. Let's hope he's got a bench somewhere mm. for sucking off. Yeah. So thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, we're gonna see you next time. Well, we're ne- well, 
probably the people that will be listening to this will be Tam and Marv. Yeah. Because we listen to ourselves because yeah. there's no audience out there. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm, I've got I've got an impending chat coming up with someone who knows more than us about reach and digital marketing. Right, okay. So you never know. Our listenership could swell to 24. I don't know. If you do listen, if you do listen, just mm. message us the words... Um, let's have a cold word to let them know that we're listening, they're listening oh, to us. Oh, yeah, okay. That's a good idea. Um, kitchen roll. Kitchen roll. If you've listened to us, just send us a word. Kitchen roll. Kitchen roll. And even if you just roll, stop being so needy. <laughs> I don't need to write kitchen roll to you. I'm listening. Yeah. Do something better with your lives. You yeah. can write whatever you want. Oh, yeah. You? No, g- give us... Give us advice. Give us advice. It doesn't have to be constructive. Just... Say something. Anything, please. Till next time. Come on, mate. It's all right. Yeah, Tom's gone now. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Let us not let us know you're listening. Kitchen bye. roll. Kitchen. Shh. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>